So that's what draws people here. The nature, the creativity, the gorgeous architecture, you know, the word is spreading about our amazing food and nourishment. Um, but when they get here, they have really the same reaction um, that you all have had of, I can finally like let my shoulders down. I actually can relax my jaw. I can <laughs> breathe. and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter and I'm here with my co-host Marnie Dotches marmette We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews, and strategies from a variety of experts including our own bank of knowledge. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. Hello and welcome to episode 107 of the Art of Living Well podcast. Happy New Year. How are you guys doing? We hope that your January is off to a great start. I know for me personally, January is the longest month of the year because it's just so darn cold in Minnesota. And of course, the days are shorter, making it more challenging to spend time outside every day. But Marty and I are both committed to doing just that, to getting outside, bundling up, even when it's cold, for just a quick walk. And honestly, once you bundle up, and even I like to use hand warmers, um, which for those of you listening in warmer parts of the world, you may not even know what that is. But once you start moving, you'll often find that you can stay outside longer than you thought, especially when the sun is out. That really makes a huge difference. So just a little encouragement to get outside every day, even if it's cold, we can definitely relate to the challenges that this time of year brings. And I just wanted to also mention that as we drop this episode, we're in our first week of our 14-day liver detox program. We've expanded our typical quarterly liver detox additional week to help people um, reset and really establish those healthy habits that um, we know you want to create. And it's just a little easier to do it with an extended program with additional support and lots of fun and new offerings. So if you haven't participated in one of our detoxes and you're interested, message us, send us an email, um, get on our email list so that you get first access to when we open up those programs as our next one will kick off sometime in April. And before we dive into today's episode, we just want to ask that if you're enjoying this podcast, if you could take just two minutes to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcast or share this episode with a friend or family or anyone who you think may enjoy today's conversation. We are truly just excited and honored to share today's guest. Heidi Zimmer, who is the founder of Wild Rice Retreat, Midwest's only wellness retreat center. So as a little background, Heidi is a real estate developer, a professional, creative entrepreneur with over 25 years of experience, leading thoughtful development in the areas of affordable housing, community development, economic development, and urban and rural planning. She has developed over $500 million in creative and arts-related development projects throughout the United States. As the founder and owner of Wild Rice Retreat, Heidi has developed a $10 million first-of-its-kind arts and wellness retreat center in the Midwest. 
Marnie and I were fortunate enough to experience this brand new retreat center and have this wonderful conversation with Heidi in person. And you can really feel the energy from being together throughout this episode. I should also mention that Heidi is a 200-hour registered yoga teacher, and we were fortunate enough to experience one of her lovely classes while we were on site. So Wild Rice is a vibrant, creative, and beautiful destination in the Upper Midwest. It's a year-round respite that nurtures individual creativity and human development. It's located on the shores of Lake Superior, just outside the beautiful Bayfield, Wisconsin area, and this space creates an opportunity to ground the mind, body, and spirit through integrative, artistic, and holistic life experiences. Wild Rice Retreat's focus is on artistic excellence in teaching and thoughtful and supportive programming to stimulate individual growth. We had such a wonderful conversation with Heidi, and you can honestly feel the energy and magic that she's created come through in this conversation. She shares her journey to create this beautiful space, and you'll learn about the wonderful offerings that they provide to all their guests to allow them to truly rest, something that I think everyone could use more of these days. You'll hear about experiences from their guests um, and just the intentional offerings that they have to allow people to ground themselves in nature, tap into their creativity, and truly listen to their body. Heidi opens up and shares how she's built resilience through building Wild Rice Retreat during a pandemic, no less, and how she stayed grounded throughout the process and really trusted her intuition. You'll also gain Heidi's powerful insight as this episode is packed with so many life lessons, inspiration, and motivation as you continue on your journey to living well. She has a special offer for all of our listeners to get 15% off using code LIVINGWELL for a personal retreat. And they also have a scholarship fund, which you can check out in our show notes for more details. And with that, let's jump right into our wonderful conversation with Heidi Zimmer, founder of Wild Rice Retreat. But first, a quick word from our sponsor, Thrive Chiropractic. I was first introduced to Thrive Chiropractic over five years ago for kinesiology-based food sensitivity testing. I was so amazed by this non-invasive and inexpensive technique that I took my son to have testing done, which confirmed some of his food sensitivities. Both my son and I now have regular tune-ups, and even my leery husband has felt the immense benefits from receiving chiropractic care, including cupping. With over 25 years of clinical experience, the doctors at Thrive Chiropractic, located in Minnetonka, Minnesota, combine their passion for wellness with a strong expertise in effective treatment approaches. When you first come to Thrive Chiropractic, the doctors are focused on helping you feel better as soon as possible, and they recognize that one type of treatment or technique does not work for everyone. Your comprehensive exam, personal goals, and individual concerns Help the doctors tailor your custom treatment plan for maximum results. Thrive Chiropractic's integrative approach offers holistic and effective healthcare with a full spectrum of complementary products and services, including acupuncture, massage, food sensitivity testing, CBD, and premium supplements. As a special offer, Thrive Chiropractic would like to invite listeners of our podcast to experience the gifts of health with a $25 new patient visit, which includes the initial consultation, a comprehensive exam, 
any necessary x-rays and first adjustments. Simply visit the website at www.thrivechiromn.com or call 952-746-5612 and reference the Arts of Living Well podcast. When you're seeking effective, non-invasive treatment approaches to support your health goals, let Thrive Chiropractic be your partner in wellness. Call or book online today. Hi, Heidi. We are so excited to be here today with you. Um, Marnie and I have had the wonderful opportunity of spending the last day and a half here at Wild Rice Retreat in Bayfield, Wisconsin, and we're experiencing all the beautiful fall colors looking out at Lake Superior right now, and we can't thank you enough for allowing us this opportunity. It's been magical. Um, I'm glad to hear that. Thank yes. you for being here. Yes, and we're so excited that we were connected through a mutual friend who spent time here. And, you know, Marnie and I have actually been wanting to take a retreat and this just fell into our laps at the perfect time. And we experienced your wonderful yoga class today and we're going to get more into all of that. Um, so just thank you. Thank oh, you so thank you. much. Yes. Oh, you're very welcome. I'm so <laughs> glad you could be here and the sun is shining on us and the weather is perfect. Absolutely. So everyone has a story and we would love to hear your journey including your career in the arts and your personal practice in yoga and wellness, which ultimately led you and your husband to create Wild Rice Retreat, which is a space for grounding the mind, body, and spirit through integrative artist, artistic and holistic life experiences. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, thank you. So you want me to just jump right in to how this jump all- Jump right in. Jump right <laughs> in, how this all came to be. Well, um, you know, I've always been very sensitive, even as a child, I was always very aware and sensitive to my environment. Um, and without having the words for it as, as a child, I knew when I was in certain places on a beach or a city that, you know, my energy felt, felt different um, in certain kind of places. So um, I was always really aware of my surroundings and my environment. And that led into, um, really following a career path and a calling um, originally in the affordable housing world and the community and economic development world. I cared a lot and always have about community building and community engagement and how one connects in with their neighbors and um, their just their whole life is embedded in where their home, where their neighborhood is and what is happening in their community. So in the beginning of my career, I was very focused on um, affordable housing and helping lift people out of poverty. Um, I went to, as a, as a young adult in college, the south side of Chicago, and just couldn't believe um, the living conditions. Mm -hmm. And then we wonder why people don't thrive um, mm -hmm. when they're in horrible living conditions. And so that really fueled me to uh, get into a career that was focused on urban planning and development, affordable housing, and then that led me to um, a wonderful company in Minneapolis called Art Space. And I won't, you know, share my whole resume here, but I spent in my 25 years of developing real estate, I spent about half of it working for an amazing nonprofit called Art Space, and they're headquartered in Minneapolis. People probably know them through 
the Cole Center for Dance, that big mm-hmm. Schubert Theater that was moved on rubber tires down Hennepin Avenue many years ago, and a lot of the artist loft spaces, both in the Lower Town neighborhood of St. Paul, and art space develops all over the United States. And so I was blessed with being able to both create um, affordable and wonderful and healthy living communities, but also focused around the arts all over the country and uh, met people from all walks of life, um, every kind of community, big and small, urban and rural. Um, And I kind of fell in love with rural, um, the rural setting. And so I was invited up here to Bayfield, I think it was back in 2012 with my art space hat on and I just really fell in love with the land and the area. I grew up in Michigan, so I'm a Great Lakes girl by nature. <laughs> I'm always looking for water <laughs> in the Midwest. You know, you're like always on that search. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I live near Lake Harriet in South Minneapolis. If I'm like, anything you can walk around is it, you know, it's not big enough body of water yeah. for me. <laughs> I, gotta yes. find, I gotta find the great big lake. So we came up here to Bayfield and I was just blown away way by the energy here. I just felt so connected to it Um, and something just really palpable um, just caught my attention and it was through that art space lens that I originally uh, looked at this land here where Wild Rice Retreat now sits. Um, At the time it was Wild Rice Restaurant Mm -hmm. um, developed by Mary Rice who's the namesake of the project. Um, She was an incredible woman Um, a mentor of mine, um, super entrepreneurial, creative, a culinary queen. They called her the queen of Bayfield. She was just um, eccentric, delightful, and generous in every way. Um, And her spirit is definitely still here and some of the whimsical things you see around the property. But there's a hundred acres of land around this property and the idea really started to formulate for me from all of my travels and sprinkles of my art space work i was able to go to taos new mexico and santa fe and sedona and all these wonderful places with strong energy healing strong commitment to wellness and then a strong commitment to the arts and this idea started to formulate well couldn't you have a place um, that really married all of those together in one experience? And that really is where the seeds of the idea of Wild Race Retreat were born. Uh, We'll speed forward in the story. I ended up being so passionate about the idea here that I left art space um, in 2020, right before the pandemic hit. Um, They're still all family to me and dear, dear colleagues. I totally support their work, but they gave me the blessing to go follow my dream. And it was really a dream of mine to build a kind of place where you integrate awesome nourishment and incredible food in nature, um, explore creativity, through all kinds of artistic expression and then have a nice commitment to movement and wellness and well-being. So all of those kind of spun together and lay the foundation for the pillars of everything we're doing here. And of course, having a strong real estate background um, certainly came in handy. We had to build 22 buildings uh, during the pandemic, wow. uh, which was no easy feat mm-hmm. <laughs> and full of challenge. and 
Um, one of the biggest lessons of this project and inspirations to me is how many people got behind it, supported it, stuck with it. It really took the whole village and then some to get where we are today, and I'm just deeply grateful for it. Well, first of all, congratulations. Yes. <laughs> like, wow. What I mean, I love your story. I love that, you know, you were working in... Um, you know, poverty-stricken areas, and then you kind of went, sounds like you traveled all over and you started to see these different communities and take everything you kind of learned and put it into your passion and wild rice. And Stephanie and I were talking about yesterday, like, at, there's so much around the property. There's like little sculptures and like you can feel the energy here. You can feel it. You were, I think you mentioned that even this morning, like it's a magical property. So you accomplished already what your, what your dream was or what you were talking about. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You noticed probably, you know, we're sitting on that 70 feet of brownstone here. Mm -hmm. So the rock here all along Lake Superior in this part, in this section um, of the shoreline. It's a little bit that way in the UP over by Pictured Rocks as well. And you think of the rocks of Sedona, you know, that are above the ground yeah. and thinking and even the pyramids and that kind of energy. And I feel like it's equally as powerful. It's just underneath us instead of above us. And so you fold that into a gorgeous, dense forest and just the awesome power of Lake Superior. And you have a pretty, pretty spectacular and magical place. And thank you for doing this so close to the Twin Cities. Yes. I know. You don't even have to get on a plane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yeah. And just jump in your car and drive here. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit more about the environment and, you know, how the environment here and how you how it helps you ground in your mind and your body and spirit and maybe a little bit about you know some of the things around the property sure sure well we had an awesome design and development team um, david salmala architects um, is the designer uh, really well known for his scandinavian modern style simple structures um, tons of simplicity in the design here and yet the beauty and elegance um, and really peacefulness comes out of that very purposeful simple design um, as I mentioned the earth the earth energy is strong here in fact so strong it makes it difficult um, to build anything on it because <laughs> you put your shovel in the ground and you get about one inch and, and that's about as far as you're gonna go so we um, we were able to just use all the materials on the site and shift soil around from one location to the next the the beautiful boulder garden you see out the front door is actually rock that we had to dynamite out of the ground. Wow. Oh um, I remember thinking, I'm using sticks of dynamite <laughs> to create a yoga retreat center. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and wild. just the juxtaposition of all of that um, was pretty wild to wrap our head around. And yet, um, the land is very spiritual here. Of course, we're, we're deep in Ojibwe land here. Mm -hmm. um, wild rice in the city and town of Bayfield sit in between uh, the Bad River Indian Reservation and the Red Cliff Indian Reservation. And I walked this property many times with the medicine man, um, just making sure that whatever we did here 
um, was done with intention and sacredness and a respect for the land and the ancestry of this place. And his words always resonate with me. Um, I, as I walk the land, even today, I still think about what he has said to me. Um, he, you know, he said strongly that this land is already blessed. And so when he came here, what he wanted to bless was the intention of what we were creating mm. to pass on to future generations, mm. that the spirit of the ancestors and the spirit of healing and wellness is imbued in everything here. And so he was wishing for us that intention to carry that spirit forward for anyone, anyone that comes here. And so that was a super important foundation for how everything is designed. And then the buildings themselves, um, natural light, you notice looking out these windows right here mm -hmm. in our conversation, light is everything, especially yes. in the Midwest, right? And the, especially this mm -hmm. far north, um, light is everything. It affects your energy. So making sure that the buildings were oriented to have maximum amount of natural light and our windows um, are just really incredible and almost um, work like a mural or artwork in and of themselves. And then the structures, our little rice pod, our lodging units, um, were really designed to be containers in nature. Mm -hmm. And the intention behind them and behind their names, you know, we're in the peace pod right now. And then the lodging is the rice pod, the nest, and the tree house. And those are all names for containers in nature. So when you're here, we want you to feel like you're a seed protected in that contained space and almost cocooned and supported in nature while you're here. And I think that uh, intention carries through even the, the smallest details um, in the lodging and throughout the property. And I would say it really does. Like the first day when I came into the treehouse in that giant window, you know, with all that light coming in, I was like, this is amazing. Like, I just, you feel like you're in nature and there's so many places, you know, we all travel and like, especially in like a hotel, you know, you're in this little room, mm -hmm. maybe you have a balcony, maybe you don't, but it's usually dark. And right. I, I really love the spaces you've created. They're stunning. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It was an awesome team. Yes. Awesome team effort. Um, so, You've created this environment for, like we said, grounding the mind, body, and spirit. You know, can you tell our listeners just a variety of the experiences that they would have here? You know, um, maybe some of the offerings, and also even touch on kind of what what people take away too from from being here. I mean, because the energy is amazing, and like you said, being in nature and being so close to the water. Mm -hmm. um, in addition to be, having it be this um, spiritual environment is really just quite amazing and you just don't find that very very many places you know <laughs> yeah you don't find it very many places and we were that was one of my biggest passions and callings to do this when i first started talking to people about the concept of a retreat center as opposed to a resort mm -hmm. um people would say well those kind of places are only in california that's that can't work in the midwest and i'm like well why can't it work in the <laughs> we midwest? need one yeah. we need this we, yes. we desperately need yes. this with our long winters and short days mm -hmm. we need this more than the californians actually Absolutely. so why isn't this here and 
Um, and so the huge intention behind that and making sure, you know, there's wonderful resorts all over northern Minnesota and northern Wisconsin. They're wonderful places, but this is intentionally quite different. We want you to have a really immersive experience when you come here. So I can talk a little bit about the types of experiences. There's really three, there's three different ways to visit with us. Um, and the first is what you all are doing, which is coming on a personal retreat. And you can still come with a friend, come with your spouse, come with whoever, but um, you are just kind of crafting your own stay and visit here. And everyone that visits here has two meals, two wonderful nourishing meals included a day. Um, from our Novo team and it's all local farmers, locally sourced, healthy, fresh, just amazing food. Um, and then you also get access to the daily immersion classes. And so we try to center those around our three pillars of nourishment, expression, and movement. So in movement, you may, um, one day it may be a guided moving meditation class or a forest bathing walk. There's yoga definitely almost every day, but you don't have to do the yoga classes. I get, I get asked a lot, well, do I have to do yoga if I come? No, you don't have to. <laughs> you definitely don't have to. It's all of these are just options available and people can partake or not partake in as much or as little as they want. Um, we try to have artistic expression classes as well, like mandala making and learning about essential oils and learning how to do um, a daily practice with journaling and writing. Um, and that's, it, we're new, so all of that kind of programming is growing, but you can count on at least two or three classes a day that are available to you when you're here on your own. You can also come and sign up for a guided retreat. And our just as our mutual teacher, Tanya Boygan-Zahn, <laughs> and yeah. one of your guests, um, recently was just here. You know, Tanya was one of our many guided retreats um, this summer and this fall, and it's usually a three or a five day workshop, and you're coming to work with that instructor and learning um, a certain curriculum or skill or just sharpening a skill. It's all skill levels welcome here. We have photography and writing and fabric dyeing and plein air painting and Foraging, right? Foraging. <laughs> this week we had woodland or, botanical okay, that's foraging, I, yeah, that and it was cool. <laughs> incredible what she found right on this property and turned it into headdresses and pieces of jewelry and incredible art. So the creativity here, um, the options are really endless. And then you can also come here with a group and work on um if you're working towards a goal or leadership training or any just any kind of group experience um small weddings all of those kinds of things we do find though um that people usually come here with a big agenda for themselves <laughs> and then look out those windows and relax into those comfy beds and they rest and for me this year that's been the biggest takeaway is just uh, the joy and gift of this place and allowing people to rest. <laughs> Which is what we all, most of us need more of. Mm -hmm. You know, leave the to-do list at home, right? right? And I'm one that always has an agenda too. <laughs> well, and I had an agenda coming here. Yeah. Like, it was, I was like, I want to go to Madeline Island and I want a kayak tour and I want to do this and that. And mm -hmm. I got here and someone at the desk was like, yeah, there's really 
it's really pretty just around here. Like if you mm-hmm. hike around, you don't need to go away. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, and then I, I was like, I'm going to work on my book and do all this stuff. And then I looked out the windows. I, she arrived. I'm like, yeah. yeah, we should maybe not do all that stuff we talked about. Mm-hmm. And it was so lovely. We did this wonderful hike around here and we went into Bayfield. And then the afternoon we did... Um, the CK tour, which is beautiful. I, had no, I mean, I didn't feel like I was in Wisconsin. I didn't feel like I was in anywhere in the Midwest. You know, mm-hmm. you're looking down at the, the beach. waves and the beach and the, the movement of Lake Superior. Um, and the fall colors were just incredible. Yeah, and the water and is I almost feel, emerald green over yeah, there. It looked like yeah, another country. Like it, it did. could yeah. almost be Mexico or yeah, you Caribbean. Know, the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was truly like, I was like, wow. I'm in Wisconsin And this is right, right in our back door. <laughs> it's yeah. right in your back door. It's crazy. It's a very exotic place. So, you know, we usually the, reserve the term exotic, right? We all yeah. think, you know, we could miss, when Westerners always think it's got to be better somewhere else, right? right? right. And then it's like, no, this beauty and magic is right here in our own backyard. And it has been, I mean... There haven't been a ton of blessings from the pandemic, but one of them, one of them at least for me, has been a really growing awareness of how beautiful this area is. The 22 Apostle Islands are part of the national park system, and the sailing and kayaking here and hiking is just—it's almost otherworldly beautiful. You don't have to jump on an airplane no. and go halfway around the world. It's right here. Which I exactly. love. Mm-hmm. Yes. So can you tell us or maybe share some examples or an example of, you know, what's drawing your guests to the retreat center and how are their experiences, you know, transforming them? Or do you see them, I don't want to say leaving as a different person, but leaving with like a, maybe a renewed sense of something. Yes. Yes. It's been, so we've been open since May. And um, um, most of the guests come here just as you did. Um, this uh, past May? Yeah, just oh, you May. Just... Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. We've thought... only been open six months. I did mm-hmm. not realize that. Yep, wow. May of 2021. Our grand opening was July of this year. Um, we truly did build this project during the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. So we started construction March of 2020. and. Um, yeah, just finished the summer. So we truly are new and it is arriving at just the right time. So I, um, that new Brandy Carlisle song, Right on Time, just really resonates <laughs> with me about this place. If you haven't heard that song, take a listen. It, um, it's like the world wanted this project to be here because people arrive to us and just as you did, that I'm going to work on my book, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do, 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 um, which is great. And even if they're coming here for a guided retreat and I'm going to hone my photography skills or I'm going to work on whatever they're working on, what's been fun. And so that's what draws people here, the nature, the creativity, the gorgeous architecture, you know, the word is spreading about our amazing food and nourishment. Um, but when they get here, they have really the same reaction um, that you all have had of, I can finally like let my shoulders down. I actually can relax my jaw. I can <laughs> breathe. Um, we had a gentleman come here with a lot of trauma. Um, and he was here for 12 days. And he thought he was going to write a book while he was here. 
And instead, he really just sunk in and connected to our programming, connected to our team, connected with nature, took his first yoga and meditation mm. class in his whole life, came to our sound healing, and realized that his purpose here wasn't to write his book. It was to recover or start to recover from some long-stored um, trauma that he had carried with him and so for me to hear those stories mm -hmm. and to um, like you said not necessarily transformation I don't want I don't want people to think they must right. come here a, you know a caterpillar and leave a butterfly yeah. <laughs> right. Right? that's too yeah. much pressure yeah. it's I too agree. much yeah. pressure just you know breathe be open to the space be curious um you know, have an open mind and just like sink in and like really tune in and listen to your body, tapping into energetically what is your body telling you it needs. Get out of your head space. That's the greatest gift to this place. Absolutely. I could not agree more. And I think, you know, we said like don't set an agenda and don't expect to have this transformation. But that to me is a transformation. Mm -hmm. Even though it's so subtle, you're not going to leave and go conquer the world necessarily after, but you're going to, you know, ground in nature, mm -hmm. right? Which is so important. We did that in the yoga class this morning, you know, really yeah. focusing on that energetic system and tap into your creativity. And that, I mean, yeah, that I believe is that is transforming, real, you know, it totally is. Yep. Yeah. Learning Listening to, to your body. You can't give yourself a better gift than that and loving yourself. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So. And even just staring out the window, like, I'm looking at the lake and so calm and the trees mm -hmm. and it's like how can you not just like let go mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. right mm -hmm. and you know people always I feel like some people say like this retreat center oh that's a luxury time you know luxury of time and also money to get away but I mean like we said it just prioritizing that time away from our busy lives is really right. one of the greatest right. gifts you can Oh, that you can give to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. We think of all the money we spend on all the other mm -hmm. things and um, taking time um, to really just sink in and be quiet enough and still enough to listen to your body is really a great gift. And I, I talked about it a little bit in the yoga class this morning, but one of the great benefits I also see, and you saw it with the women talking to each other after class, and I mean, we have all ranges, all, all abilities, everybody who comes here ends up, you know, almost making, you know, making friends yes. and going on hikes. They come as strangers and they leave as friends. And one of the things that has really spoken to me is that deep sense of belonging. You know, we're all looking for belonging, right? Mm -hmm. It's that whole just kind of root the root of our souls of needing love and connection and belonging and I hope that people when they come here they feel they belong to this place they belong to the earth again they reconnect um, to their soul and their spirit and to me that's really the deepest sense of creating well-being and wellness you know there's all the the huge wellness industry um, and that giant umbrella of a word and a loaded word in a lot of ways. And so we try hard, and certainly my intention, to just really break things down to the most simplest of forms of all. 
just strip it all away. <laughs> Absolutely. We don't need half of that. We no. know what we consider to be wellness. Yeah. I mean, I love getting a facial. Yeah. <laughs> of course. I love yeah. getting a massage. So I'm not, you know, I'm not poo-pooing that whole no. self-care world and all of that. But at the end of the day, and especially in this, this pandemic time and this time of trauma and I really for people in the Twin Cities in Minneapolis in particular I mean let's face it with all of the horrible things that have happened in our city um, racial trauma all c people are coming here with every kind of trauma and loss and grief you can imagine but um, I'm not saying that in a super heavy way um, because people also come here with a lot of joy and open hearts and wonder and curiosity and light too. So it's, um, it's been an interesting balance to, to just hold space here for people and meet them truly wherever they are. I love that. So just rewinding a minute, do you have plans to add massage and facial? And I know that's not the intention of the space, but mm -hmm. I could like picture myself out by the lake having a lovely mm -hmm. like outdoor massage. <laughs> yes, <laughs> wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. I know, I want like a fun outdoor like bathtub, hot tub thing in the woods too. Oh, that, would be, oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. Yes. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So we, you know, we're brand, you know, we're yeah. brand new. We started yeah. out small, down the road. New, I'm talking down phase. the road. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I would love for people to be able to, um, eventually, um, be able to have massage and some treatment right here. We're hoping to add a labyrinth, um, uh -huh. a lot That's... more nature trail connections throughout the property. Um, and some additional amenities there there will even be a there's going to be another phase to this project mm -hmm. that'll have a for sale component so you could actually buy oh. a nest um, and have it um, for yourself and then put it back into the rental yes. and lodging pool and we'll manage it for you eventually so i mean but really it's starting in, in small steps mm -hmm. we wanted to get really those basic um, pillars down of providing people with that experience and that ability to really nourish their mind, body, and soul. And then we'll, we'll spread out from there with more amenities, more kinds of classes, different kinds of workshops and platforms. We'd love to bring in more speakers um, and just have a lot of different kind of programming um, as well. So yes. That's yes. amazing. Yes. Well, love that we look vision. forward to that. But yeah. even yes. as it currently stands, <laughs> you are Mm -hmm. um, you're giving pe people and all the guests all the pillars that you're that you're talking about. You know, there's plenty of that already right now, and mm -hmm. just having opened a few months ago. So great, yeah. Um, so we talked. You talked a little bit about food and Novo, which mm -hmm. is your like restaurant, right? Yes. Um, area and how important it is to provide the nourishing food. So, and we loved, you know, just we had a questionnaire when we signed up and it asked about dietary restrictions and preferences and things like that, which is really so important because a lot of times you just don't get that when you go mm -hmm. even on other retreats or to other resorts. Um, so can you maybe just even expand on that a little bit, like why it's so important to provide that nourishment and the type of, you know, food mm -hmm. that people can expect? 
when they come here. Yeah, absolutely. And um, in fact, our nourishment is a lot like our lodging and a lot like the other things. It's it's very simple, mm -hmm. um, but it's super tasty. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, we keep that kind of Ayurvedic mindset with it, with the seasonality to it. We try to grow as we just opened our you know container beds this summer, but there's a huge bounty um, of root vegetables and bringing as much to life locally as we possibly can. Um, we work with our local um, farms for everything from our proteins to our greens, our dairies, our cheeses, everything um, is really making sure that we're being as sustainable as, pro as possible. Mm -hmm. And you can really taste that in the food. We don't over-season things. We don't over-complicate things. We really want um, really the plant-based diet and the locally sourced and sustainable products to come forward. And I've had so many people comment because our food is served family style or buffet style. And people come up there and, you know, they're used to seeing, a, you know, the breakfast buffet with the big, you know, <laughs> yeah. the giant thing, a sausage and bacon and eggs. And they're like, oh my gosh, there's, I don't see a ton here. I'm going to starve to death is like their immediate reaction. But then they, they get in and it's like, oh, actually, yeah, that was like super nourishing, super filling, mm -hmm. um, but yet super simple. Um, and we won't, we won't let anybody starve to death. Yes. <laughs> but we may introduce a grain or two or a vegetable or two um, that you may not have tried before. And of course, always being super sensitive to diet um, and restrictions. We hope to expand to a dinner menu soon, mm, um, nice. like the whole uh, hospitality industry. You know, it's a, it's a real strain right now. And we work hard to pay really awesome living wages and great benefits we want you know people talk about sustainability so much in the environment and design um but we also have to talk about it for the labor industry mm -hmm. and the hospitality and the service industry and that is super super important to us as well so as much as i would love to say you know you can get a meal any time of the day 24 7 room <laughs> service all of that we simply you know can't staff that right now um and may not choose to ever because of what it does to people's own health mm -hmm. and well-being so making sure we take care of our staff is really important as well you all were able to enjoy breeze class yesterday on the spirit free cocktail yes. movement mm -hmm. as well and that's also a really important and hopefully not too too unique anymore um growing growing trend and something we really embrace is you know everybody loves our, our wonderful wine selection but to have that beautiful thoughtful and intentional spirit free cocktail line as well um, is really important to us and just teaching people about um, you know making tonics and potions and tinctures mm -hmm. and bitters and all that from our own land here from the blues you know from the spruce tips to our blackberries and everything else on the site they're making syrups and dressings and just all kinds of wonderful their their creativity just knows no bounds in the yes. kitchen and you're really opening up the possibility mm -hmm. um, of creating right from the land and so i'm sure every all of your guests get to experience that too and it will just help them open up yes their thinking mm -hmm. and they're you know embrace their their inner creative genes even those that right. don't think of you know they right. have that are creative so mm -hmm. 
And I'll just say, I really appreciated that you, that, you know, there was the gluten-free, dairy-free options. Cause like Stephanie yes. mentioned, oftentimes I'll travel and it's like, oh, what am I going to eat? And the, I'm not like a huge granola person, but the granola was delicious. And the pumpkin muffins. Oh, those pumpkin like, muffins. I mean, I'm going to be bringing so one home with me good. just so you know. Oh, good. I'm glad They're you so delicious. delicious. So, yeah. um, in, in the, the um, squash, it was a butternut squash or a squash. Um, mac and cheese. Mac and cheese that dairy was gluten free. and dairy yeah. free. Oh, wow. It was so yummy with one. turmeric and Yum. it was really good. I'm going to try to recreate that at home for my kids. Yeah. Yeah, so I see cooking classes here and gardens where Mm -hmm. people are coming and they're harvesting and then maybe learning to cook something like there's so much you can do. Yes, (laughs) Yes. yeah, and we have a great teaching team there that we did do some how to do a container garden and grow your own garden because these are just incredible. Mine don't look like that at all, so I need to take that class three or four times and learn about the importance of the soil, you know, it all goes back to it all goes back to mother earth and the Mm -hmm. soil Mm -hmm. so i'm i'm curious or we're curious about um you know what your life lessons have taught you about like building resilience and what you've learned through building this retreat center and how you've been able to stay true to your mission and your um i guess your mission based you know Mm -hmm. even through a pandemic even through yeah. a pandemic. <laughs> the resilience has been tested. Yeah, I mean, I can only sure. imagine. <laughs> and, um, you know, people say to me a lot, like, you're so ambitious. You took such a big risk. How is, you know, it's so bold of you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I appreciate that. And I will, you know, I will wear that as a badge. But uh, some of it is just um, luck. Some of it is deep, deep faith. Um, but a lot of it came from just, again, having that strong root system, that strong soil system for myself and just staying super grounded. And, um, you know, anytime you start a new business, everybody's got an opinion, right? Um, well, <laughs> yes. you, should, you should do this. You should do this. Did you think about that? Did you think about that? And I, I appreciate that. People always, you know, want to share from... you know they're trying to help um and I would just take all of those messages in and then you know my yoga practice really frankly is what grounded me the most and helped me quiet my own mind um find my own grounding and when all of those messages are coming at you at a million miles an hour you know really listening deeply to your intuition your gut you know of course it helped to have the skill set of you know, 25 years of real estate development and millions, you know, millions of dollars worth of projects. Um, I couldn't have done this project 20 years ago. I think I would have easily been pulled off of my center Mm -hmm. and probably a little bit, you know, listened to maybe the wrong advice. Um, so it, for me, it was important to have that experience as much as it is hard for me to be launching into my very first business at age 50. Um, I also think it was all those years of experience that just are definitely benefiting me and helping me just get over every challenge that came our way, including a pandemic, including 
tripling cost of lumber on a project that was 90% lumber. Wow. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And bringing people along um, and getting everybody to buy into the same mission and the same vision down to your banker, your accountant, um, you, your legal team. You need all those people on the, on the same team with you. And we had an incredible team here working with us on construction. So many wonderful local labor and local talent. Um, Annalisa Bermel, who was my design partner and creative director and helping me with construction, you know, she believed in everything we were doing too. And we just kept, you know, we really just kept going. And I always come back to, you know, does this serve Wild Race Retreat? Does this serve nurturing the mind, body, and spirit? Does it serve um, the honor and legacy of Mary Rice. Is it going to serve this community well? Um, is what we're doing going to be good for Bayfield and good for the region mm -hmm. and help that rising tide lift all of the boats mm -hmm. here? And so I just, you know, you come back to those five or six questions and you just stay really solid and grounded in listening to the answer and, and making sure it's there. That's I mean, that's just beautiful, and I think that's just good. That's such great business insight advice. and business advice. <laughs> right? really? And just in life, like, what yeah. are your, you know, grounding to what your intentions are for your life? You don't have to be a business owner, right? right. For your family, for whatever you want, and just keep asking yourself those questions, right. you know, and your priorities, and mm -hmm. they're going to shift and change over time. But mm -hmm. that's just wonderful, I don't know, inspiration, I guess. Thank so, you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and what a wonderful thing you're bringing to Bayfield also, because I yes. can only imagine how much the community appreciates this space mm -hmm. and it brings so many new people to the area, which I have to think, you know, mm -hmm. filters into the whole community. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The downtown business owners are definitely welcoming and yeah. appreciating mm -hmm. all of the new guests that are here. It truly is a destination tourism project. It's one of the biggest economic development projects in this region in many years. But this region is growing pretty rapidly. Um, a lot of great, it's great to see so many young families coming in and the new businesses that are opening. What I've, I've really been pleased to see a lot of people really committed to the quality of the quality of life here and then quality of this environment. We're on the biggest freshwater lake yeah. um, in the world and we have to protect it. So from a, from a pure real estate development perspective, you know, first do no harm, right? right. So, um, and so the, the leaders here and the business owners, um, we had, you know, it's hard to come into a yeah. small community and do something new, but we, we really took our time and that's where I go back to the beginning of the, this conversation. And, you know, I know how important it is. I've seen it in every community I've worked in across the country about building trust, building relationships and listening, you know, yes. you have two ears, one mouth, <laughs> use them appropriately. Someone just, right? I just learned that from yeah. someone and I was like, yep. <laughs> yep, really listen and don't rush um, and take the time. You know, we took our time and a lot of a lot of people just want to rush right into construction. I want to get this done. I want to get it open. And you miss a lot. Um, 
and it it helps to just spend that time building building trust and relationships we had unanimous support for this project and it's a 114 acre project so which is almost unheard of and I hope that um, we can be an example for a way to do thoughtful development um, along these shorelines and still very much protect the environment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wow. That's, I love that. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Heidi, we love leaving our listeners with just some simple tips or strategies that they can implement you know, immediately into their life. And you've already shared so much you know, has been peppered throughout this conversation, but what can, what would be your top, you know, one or two tips that someone could implement into their life just to kind of create this, you know, it's really this Zen like environment here, but in their Mm -hmm. own, in their their own own home or their own community, even without coming here. And of course we highly encourage everyone to, to come visit too. Oh, of course. (laughs) Um, I get it. Not everyone can. And that, but to create a sanctuary in your own home is, you know, my number, my number one piece of advice. What I, I've said to people here that come to the classes a couple of times, it's like, take that yoga mat and roll it out and leave it out. <laughs> and then take your favorite books and your favorite blanket and your favorite candle. And you don't necessarily have to build an altar space, so to speak. I mean, you can if you want. You can get as wild with all the crystals <laughs> and those kinds of things. But sometimes just having your favorite book, um, your yoga mat, um, and a blanket or a pillow or something that is always there because I always say, I said it this morning, you know, yoga is just breathing really. I mean, it's breathing with movement. Mm-hmm. And so there've been many times where I had this intention of, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to my mat and do a practice mm-hmm. and I lay down on my mat and not so much, you know, but I'm still doing yoga mm-hmm. because I'm quieting my mind. I'm finding that quiet corner of my house that's like my sacred space Mm -hmm. and I'm just connecting back into my body and my breath and Mm -hmm. I think that's the most nourishing thing any of us can do for ourselves is to get quiet and get still um, Mm -hmm. more often than we do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. It's hard for a Mm -hmm. lot of people to do that. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful advice. Yeah. Great. So where can people find you, you know, learn more about the Wild Rice Retreat Center? I know you have some special offers. Yes, we're going to have an offer and I'm sure you'll have it in your notes. Um, It's a Living Well coupon code for anyone to have um, 15% off um, a personal retreat. I also want to mention for your listeners, if... um, there's financial hardship. Um, we have um, a scholarship fund, the Mary H. Rice Possibilities Action Fund, and I will send you the link to that as well. Um, and we do provide scholarships um, on a need basis um, for those mm. who want to come here. We want everyone to be able to come here and experience this space. Um, but you can find most of our information on all of our retreats and our experiences and our programming and rates at our website, which is wildriceretreat.com. Um, that's also our Facebook and Instagram handle. We have a very active Instagram story feed, and that's where you find most of the examples of all of the great things happening here on a daily basis. And then you can also follow me personally, 
my handle is Heidi.KZ on Instagram. And that's where I also add in a lot of information um, about my own classes and offerings. Great. Awesome. And we'll link all that up in the show notes too. Great. Yeah. So Heidi, this has been just wonderful having this conversation today and experiencing Wild Rice Retreat. But one final question that we love to ask all of our guests is what does the art of living well mean to you? Mm, that's a great question. It's <laughs> something we should all be asking ourselves. Um, the art of living well means to me really embracing um, all that I'm trying to reflect back here and, and spread for our visitors. It means um, nourishing myself with wonderful, healthy food. It means um, inviting creativity into my day and my daily practice. I'm not an artist, by the way, but just trying Everyone's to be. An we're yes. all artists. Yes. Yeah, right? We're all artists. And then. Um, and then, of course, movement. So for me, the art of living well always, involved, always involves um, mindful breathing, movement, yoga practice, walking in the woods, just some kind of movement every day. If I can get those three things in, uh-huh. it's a great art of living well day. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I love it. I think we, we, could, both, we, we yes. both, I mean, <laughs> you nailed it. You nailed it for us too, you know. Yeah. yeah. It really resonates with us, and that's what you've created, and you can do all three of those things mm-hmm. here. So Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much. This has oh, been such a pleasure. Yeah, thank and you. I think we both feel so honored to be here sitting in the Peace Pod. Did yes, I get that right? Peace Pod. Yes. Peace Pod. Yes. It feels like a Peace Pod. Like, mm-hmm. I can't stop looking out at the lake. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, mesmerized by it. Yeah. So. Thank you so much. Thank you. you. We can't wait to come back. So we will be back back for sure. Hopefully we'll be leading a retreat. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I'm saying that out loud. We can manifest it right right on this podcast. You'll come back to lead a retreat. There you go. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, you, Heidi. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at the Art of Living underscore well on Instagram and Facebook where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well.